Hello, welcome back to episode 6 of the Booth Review, coming back after spring break. Uh, I'm your host, Nathan King, along with your other host, Brandon Higley. First off, um, we're going to be talking about some baseball, the World Baseball Classic, a crazy free agency in uh, the NFL this week. Um, basketball, we had a few uh, a few interesting stories, but especially in March Madness, where there were quite a few upsets and all brackets are busted. So, First off, though, before that, how was your spring break, Brando? Um, it was pretty fun. Going to Tennessee, play ball, got to explore Nashville. It was pretty sweet. How'd you guys do in your games? Uh, I don't remember our record. We played like seven. We split a bunch of games. We won some, we lost some. So, so for a good time, though. Yeah. Interesting spring break. Uh, for my spring break, we saw the Sabres, obviously. Uh, Connor McDavid might be the best. Not might be. He is the best player in the world. Yeah, he's crazy. That being said, pretty good game. Uh Savers probably aren't making playoffs this year, by the looks of it. Yeah, but, they're struggling lately, for sure. But, again, young, I'm still pretty hopeful for the future of this team. So, Yeah, um, Devin Levi just signed, so that yep. is our goalie of the future, which is what we have been missing for since Ryan Miller left, really. So, uh, yeah, goalie's been a big issue for us. He pulled up to practice today, watched practice, so hopefully he gets some games in the end of the year, kind of gets some confidence flowing for next season. Yeah. No, that's definitely the plan. Uh, I mean, you think Andy's retiring after this? Yeah, I think his contract's up too, so I would like to bring him back as a coach. I think he could be a good goalie coach for Levi and whoever else we decide to have. I don't think UPL is going to be around much longer either. No, he's he's too inconsistent. He has good games, but he has too many bad games right now. Is the I problem. mean, right now he's just all time low. Yeah, can't make a save. Like eighteen saves yesterday, gave up seven goals. It's pretty brutal effort. Mm-hmm. No, uh, but Andy obviously in his prime was a stud. He knows his stuff. He's just yeah. his body's not quite there anymore because. Well, he's in his 40s. If he was even 35, he could give us a lot more and help us make the playoffs. But even he, he can't give us that many starts anymore. Even now, he's our best goalie. I think yeah, so. He still make close. he made like even the game we watched against the Oilers. He made some phenomenal saves that game. Yeah, and he still plays well. He's just like I said, not physically. Yeah, in like, condition he, like he, he was. can go a whole game, but then you got to give him three or four off days before he can play again. So it's tough. Yeah, no, it's hard to stay or yeah keep consistency with a team like that. Yeah, but. They're young. I'm still hopeful. Goalie's a big concern, but, you know, a big signing, obviously. Uh, that's our future, and hopefully it pans out like it should. Yeah. Uh, that's all for hockey, though. But, uh, you know, basketball, a few brief notes uh, in the NBA. Jordan's finally selling the majority stake in the Hornets, something mm-hmm. I think he should have done a long time ago. Yeah, um... I think he did leave it better than he found it, though. When he bought it, it was in the millions, and now it's worth billions. But I don't think the uh, day-to-day operations side of it for him is working out anymore. So I think it's best that he moves on. I think a lot of it, though, came with the Jordan name for a lot of building that stuff. He Historically, like recently it's been all right, but historically his draft picks haven't been great. Like the management yeah. he's had in there hasn't been phenomenal. Not a lot of success in that building. No, even the best draft pick is probably LaMelo Ball. He's been hurt as of late hasn't played very much in the last two seasons so i mean yeah you can't really name any big time guys that he's brought in uh it's not really a destination signing it never will be it's charlotte it's not new york it's not la but no it's not one of the big name ones um it just it was time for him to sell it i think and i think for better like 
Uh, he's still going to have some stake in there. He's just selling a lot, you know, his majority part. His, so he won't be the main owner of it anymore. Right, which is good for both sides, I but think. He'll still be involved, I think. Um, <clears throat> I know. Th- they probably still keep the Jordan jerseys. Yeah, definitely. Uh, it makes sense for him why he had the team, you know, mm-hmm. obviously going to UNC and everything. Um, Jordan, as a player, phenomenal. As an owner, he, mid. Mid. Mid to bad. Probably bad. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but that's all right. Um, Lonzo Ball, third surgery. Probably gonna keep him out for the whole season next season. So, and they have doctors have concerns if he'll ever play again. So, as a Bulls fan, this hurts. I love Lonzo, but yeah. do you think we should move on from him or no? I don't know if you're allowed to move him if he's hurt like this, though. I, I know that you're not allowed to, but I'm saying after he's back, like we. I'd give him a little bit to see what he's got left, but I mean he's gonna be so much slower than he was. He That's what I'm saying. I'm worried that he's. I, I don't think he's gonna come back to be the same player. I love him. Yeah. And he's a great passer. I just don't think his footwork and everything, with everything going on, is gonna be as good. And he's not gonna well, the be way as he fast. Spe- yeah, he speeds up the offense too, just bringing the ball up the floor. Like he, his rhythm that he brings to the offense. Without him, they've been pretty. pretty Lackluster. Mid. But when they had him last season there for the first half of the year, they were the number one seed in the East going into the Which was second crazy. third month. I was so happy then. Yeah. But you don't want a slow point guard. No, and we've had slow point guards since. Yeah, and I don't – I'm worried that he's going to be too cautious when he comes back, and that's my main concern. Yeah. Um, uh, knee injuries are weird. Like, I have a good example. I don't know if you remember Gordon Hayward before his injury. Obviously, he was an All Star. Yeah, he went. It's, it bounced. Yeah. Went to Boston, and then as soon as he came back from a major injury, it wasn't was it the first game of the year? I think. Yeah, he, it was the opening night game. Yeah. Crazy injury, but it was so gross to watch. That being said, just when he came back, he was scared. You could see him not driving when he had open lanes, and he would he'd just stand there a lot of times doing nothing because he was worried that he was going to mess his ankle up again. Yeah, it's 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 also like, I mean, obviously, it's physically you're not as well as you once were, but it hurts you mentally maybe even more so because you're, so, you're still thinking about that injury. Every cut you make, every lob you go up for. See, that happens with a lot of players is even if they've recovered physically, the mental toll that it takes to recover, you spend, especially Lonzo Ball right now, it'll be two, how long has he been on it? Almost two years now. And he's gonna miss next season yeah. as well, so it's gonna. It's he, been a year and a half, and then so it'll be end up at the end of it when it's said and done. If he comes back, like two and a half years. Yeah, that's what missed. I'm saying. And with all that, like to come back after two and a half years, it's yeah. it's not easy, mm-hmm. and especially being that far out of basketball. He's still young. That's what you know is good for him, mm-hmm. but it definitely hurts his career. And we'll see how he bounces back. I really hope he bounces back because he runs our offense. If I'm the Bulls, I'm definitely taking a look into firing that medical staff because when it first <laughs> happened like it was like a week-to-week injury and it just turned into like a two and a half year thing and he said well he said a few months ago he couldn't run or jump properly yeah like and the bulls staff kind of like they don't they didn't really hide it it's just like they didn't know it was that bad like how do you not know it was that bad yeah you guys are supposed to be the best medical staff in the world yeah Especially in a big market team like Chicago, we have money. We well, can and he's not like some schmo either. He is your entire point guard of your offense. Like he is the biggest piece of that offense. People undervalue true point guards. Yeah, people want everyone that can shoot, but if you have someone that can give you, well, 13... he can shoot too. He was he was shooting at a great clip last year before he got hurt too. Yeah. Well, what I'm saying is obviously <laughs> he can shoot a three point shooter. He actually quite he improved quite a bit. Even his form, he improved quite a bit. 
but in a true point guard in the sense where he's not score first. He'll score, but he does dish out a lot, and he may, runs plays, he runs the offense. He Spacing. That's what we need is better spacing. Yeah, which he brought to the table. Yeah. And he freed up a lot of uh, Levine and DeRozan as well now because now you got one less guy to key on because you know their point guard is not going to be able to make the plays Lonzo can make. Like, he's a unique kind of guy. I'd rather have Lonzo shooting too than Pat Williams or Vooch. So. Yeah, or Io or Caruso. I mean, those guys are kind of just fillers. Kobe White, it's very iffy sometimes. He'll either be on fire with his shots or he'll brick a bunch. So. Yeah. Yep. Um, not a good situation there. No. Uh, two teams clinched, one in the East, one in the West, uh, the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, I mean, it was pretty obvious that they would. Uh, yeah. They've been, I think, the best team quite easily. They went on that big win streak, obviously, and just complete as a team. I think they're amazing. Uh, they're still uh, – I want to say the Sixers are the team to beat in the East, but the Bucks have been really good, too. I mean, they're the number one seed, obviously. Yeah. I can't say the Sixers are the, number, or the team to beat until they, like, go out and win, you know? Yeah. Um, that being said, Embiid's been on an absolute tear. He's, in my opinion, I had Jokic, but I think he might be the MVP now just with how consistent he's been with his stat lines. He, I mean, he's averaging. He, yeah, he's – the Nuggets have been struggling lately too. That doesn't they help Jokic's case. Um, I mean, they have the assist leader on the 76ers and the point leader right now, I believe. Harden is leading assist with almost 11, I believe. Yeah, he's a um, special passer. And Embiid, I believe, is averaging just over 33. Mm-hmm. Something around that line, which is number one in the league in scoring, which there's a lot. There's, a, I think, four players over 30 points this year, or five, something of that nature, uh, quite a bit uh, compared to usual scoring. Like in 90s, if you had that many 30-point scores, you'd be shocked. Normally, even yeah. recently, the last 10 years, you only have one or two. Yeah. Um, I don't like the direction the NBA is heading, like, Offensively, I mean, yeah. I mean, obviously it's exciting for people that like offensive basketball, but it's the the high. I mean, the rules and everything kind of formulate the, the game offense. to be that. Yeah, yeah. You have a lot of these penalties that you know with contact, you could jump in someone. And it's called on defense. The no landing zone thing too, mm-hmm. like that's a foul automatically. I don't know. I don't know if I like it. I don't know. There's. There's too many rules that favor the <clears throat> offense, in my opinion. Yeah, and it's a faster it's really player to pace play too, defense. but. Uh, like when I watch a game, and I what I don't like about the NBA now is I like that you know Curry and made people shoot more threes. That's cool. Threes are important. I don't like when people are passing up open shots now just to hack up a three. Right. You see five possessions where people go down in six seconds they shoot a three, six seconds three, three, and they miss all of them but like one. Yeah, it looks like pickup basketball. Yeah. That being said, the game always changes. Uh, I'm sure it'll go back. Like, there's gonna be a dominant big man coming along one of these years and we'll just go back to that for a while probably Victor Wembanyama or um, how do you say it Wembanyama he can shoot though is the thing he's just he's so special like he's a unicorn but he I mean yeah he gets a lot of blocks he can obviously he should be able to finish in the paint I mean five he's seven almost five like a wing though you know did like, you see his metrics they were just measured in seven four without shoes seven five with jeez dude ridiculous huh yeah <laughs> he's he moves well yeah, he does. He actually is quite fast, and he can shoot. Which mm-hmm. it was only a matter of time. Like a few years ago, I was like, "Yeah, we're gonna get a shooting big man like that." And we see people like Jokic that can shoot, but I feel like Wemby is—he's just a natural shooter. Like yeah. he hasn't had to work on that. Which is 
what he can't he do? The age of three point shot. So what can't he do though? I yeah. mean, he can shoot. He can block. I think he can his dunk, one weakness can... is going to be his strength. But if he can put yep. some muscle on, you see players bulk up all the time though. But it really just yeah, depends like on how much he it. wants to work. Yep. And, uh, Steven Adams was actually quite skinny in his rookie right. year, and yep. he might be the strongest player. I think he is the strongest player in the league. So you know. Um, outside of that, uh, John Morant suspended eight games. Yeah, <sighs> yeah. the The whole John Morant thing is interesting. It's weird. As another, I mean, kind of similar to the whole Gilbert Arenas thing, but he got a lot more harsh of us. Uh, Different time though. Yeah. I he is young. I will say that I still like John Morant uh, as a player uh, and as a person. I think he's still probably a good guy. Uh, the whole thing though is really shows that it's like. What happens when you give a kid a lot of money yep. and a lot of free well, Especially power? coming out of a mid-major school and yeah, like he, yeah, it, it all kind of happened just all of a sudden to him. Like there were a few incidents. It came out that there was a player meeting last year just for him that Stephen Adams mm-hmm. organized. They got the whole team together and like you know basically we're like, hey, uh, the off the court stuff kind of needs to calm down. Yeah, we're here to play basketball. We're here to get paid to win a championship. That being said, they can if he's there. Yeah. I think. He he's young, but at the same time, you ha- you do have to know better. Yeah, I feel like you're making he's making quite a few million now, isn't he? I assume he's yeah he's he probably I think he got paid right. Yeah, he got paid. He I mean he has his own shoe and everything. Um, Not anymore. <laughs> wow. Yeah, well, he signed a three year twenty seven million dollar deal in twenty twenty. So a base salary of nine mil, but he's probably gonna get well. He's cool. going to get more his next contract. His, new, his next contract, he was due for big, big payday. He probably hurt that a little bit. In 2022, in July, he signed a four-year, $39 million deal. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So, like, $10 million a year. $9.9. $9.9 million a year, and all you have to do is not do something stupid off the court. You know? Yeah. But, again, I think he's he's going to recover from this. I think it was really eye-opening for him. I hope he actually learns from this, you know, incident. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. That's really all I have to say for it. I mean, the, the suspension was probably deserved. I mean, you can't be going out just doing that. No. I mean, that's not literally even legal because it's only <laughs> a licensed firearm. So. He said it wasn't even his. Yeah, so that's even more illegal. How's that even happen? Someone just hands you a weapon and you start dancing with it? like, yeah. <laughs> And you post it. Yeah, it didn't really make much sense to me. No, definitely not. Um, into March Madness. Kind of crazy. I'm going to say it was the craziest first weekend in the history of the tournament. Probably. You think so? Um, yeah, I mean, a 16 seed won again, so that's like the second time ever. See, I thought there were a few crazy upsets, obviously. 15 um, seeds in the Sweet 16, a 13 seed won. Yeah, when the Furman, when Furman beat Virginia, I think that was the first major upset. Yeah. I was surprised. I, I think it was only the second game of the tournament, too. Yeah, I was like, oh, wow, you know, mm-hmm. a good start for the tournament. I didn't expect this early on for a one seed to lose to uh, 16, obviously. Um. Yeah, it's uh, a couple facts here I got. Um, the third straight season of 15 seeds got to the Sweet 16, fourth time ever. Really? Like the third straight year in a row. Um, Oral Roberts, St. Peter's, and Princeton now, three years in a row. Um, I have another one. Uh, FDU had an average of six foot one in their height. Uh, made them the smallest team in the NCAA's men's basketball tournament. Okay, yep. and they held Zach Eddy to one shot in the final twelve minutes of that game. 
Yeah. Purdue, their average height is six foot one. Okay, FDU. Purdue, tallest in the tournament. Yeah. You had the shortest versus the tallest. Seven foot four monster. Seven foot four. He dominated during the regular season. Mm-hmm. And he got, they ran their offense to him. Well, he's seven foot four. Pass it to the paint. Shot. I saw yeah. it, uh, that every time I watched Purdue. You got to find a way to give him the ball, right? Yeah. I think I, Matt Painter needs to be seriously evaluated this You see the season. whiteboard? Yeah. After yeah. <laughs> someone punched through it. <laughs> You, that's embarrassing, though. You are a you have been dominant all season. That team, and even as a coach, you you can't find a way to beat the shortest team with that guy. With that, <laughs> yeah, uh, Matt Painter. If I'm him, if they don't at least get to a Sweet Sixteen or Elite Eight next season, he might have to go. But. Have you seen their last three years? Like, yeah, they've, they've been gotten upset three years in a row. right? Three years in a row. I think a sixteen, like a fourteen, I believe. Uh, yeah, and I think maybe around like a thirteen <clears throat> or something like that. But it's They've been upset like by way lower teams. Yeah, it's embarrassing. I, his game plan seems to be predictable. Once it comes to March, uh, Tobin Anderson, FDU's coach, yeah, she called him out. He said, "The more I watch him, the more I think we can beat him." Yeah, which, which I mean, is sick. Great coaching by him. I love. I, good for them. Good for yeah. FDU. Um, I just I really wasn't expecting Purdue to go out in the first round like that. No, um, I thought I outsmarted everybody by. Uh, Taking Virginia to lose in the second round and taking Arizona to lose, and I was looking pretty good. Mm-hmm. Then Purdue loses, and then Kansas went down too, so my they, bracket is ruined. Purdue's been disappointing. The last few years, they've just been a big disappointment. Yeah. Big what if. Mm-hmm. Um, Arizona lost to Princeton, and you were like, oh, number two lost, you know, Princeton. Princeton won again. Yep. Princeton's Pr- a good team. Princeton is a good team. A lot of these Ivy Leagues were good in their past, but recently, you know, they're so competitive to get in for players. You, yeah. Because you have to be academically a genius because they won't lower their standards for you because you're an athlete. No, they don't care. They don't care. If you can be a Princeton athlete, like a top, top athlete, and go, you know, you're upsetting these teams while also going and taking some of the hardest classes in the world. Yeah. Props to you, man. I I could never. The amount of time it's and dedication. It's tough doing it here. <laughs> that's what I. That's what I'm saying. I'm struggling to keep a job and also, you know, do my clubs and work, or you know, and do my schoolwork. It's for them to do all that. Yeah, it's truly impressive. Yeah, and they're good. Like, obviously, like Sweet Sixteen, they're one of the best sixteen teams in the nation right now. Yeah, best in the nation, and I feel, um, yeah, uh, Virginia. I'm not as surprised. They, I, yeah, they're frauds. I don't think Tony Bennett's a very good March Madness. Uh, coach, they struggled to, to score. I mean, I they do every year. They never score enough. Like they, they can play as much defense as they want. They run into a good offensive team. Defense wins done. championships if you can score at least a little bit. Yeah, they can. <laughs> if you if you can't score the ball, that's that's kind of the point of of the game. I think they scored in the forties in the ACC championship game against Duke, <sighs> which is like high school stuff. Yeah, you put you put the <laughs> ball in the basket. That's what basketball is. You win. They can't yeah. put it in the basket. They can stop other people, but it's just. I haven't been impressed with them all year, though. No. I knew they were going to go down. I see. You know what's bad? I, I actually didn't know Furman, like as a team. Uh, first, I, it was in their first tournament appearance in a long time. That's what I'm saying. I had to look up Furman out like before the game. Like uh, I think they're the Paladins, which is kind of sick. Yeah. But yeah, that's a sick mascot. But I didn't even really, you know, call me casual. I didn't know Furman that well going into it. And I, I knew of them. I don't know where they're at. That's what but, I'm saying. I was looking to see where they were at. But yeah. I was was never sitting down <clears throat> watching a Furman game. Like, no. I don't know. And Virginia just disappointing. Again, they're another disappointing team many years, I feel. 
uh, when yeah. it comes to basketball. Um, Another I, interesting thing, um, only two one seeds got to the Sweet 16. First mm-hmm. time that's happened in six years. Last time was 2018. Wow. Yeah. I didn't know that. Um, hmm. Penn State got an upset. Not a big one, but 10-seat Penn State beat mm-hmm. uh, you know, AMM. AMM. As, as Pennsylvanians, good for them, I guess. Pitt, Pitt got an upset. They beat Iowa State. Actually dominated Iowa State. Yeah. Iowa State, surprisingly, they normally have a pretty solid basketball program. Um, yeah. They started to struggle late, and it was weird because they were so dominant early on. They beat Kansas. I think they beat Kansas twice, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. And uh, they just stopped scoring late in the season. They got real cold from the field. Um, I thought that early on that was a team that was bound for a top-four seed. They just kind of fell off the map. Yeah, no, they definitely did. Um, Houston, they I feel like in the first round they struggled a little bit. Like they won by nine points. A lot of that came down to free throws and at the right. end and all that. But I feel like for a one to sixteen they struggled more than they should have. Yeah. That being said, they didn't get upset by a sixteen, so right. it could be worse. Hey, we survived in advance. That's all that counts. Yeah, that's all that counts. I feel like Houston hasn't played as well as they could be, though, for yeah. their talent. Yeah, I think that attributes to their conference. I mean, they're in the American. It's not a great conference. That's some of these teams every year, like Gonzaga. I think is really overrated every year because they play in mm-hmm. the West Coast Conference. You kind of like. You don't play as good as competition. Once they get matched up against one of these power fives, it's been playing tough. Like the Big Twelve has been ridiculously good this Mm -hmm. year. uh, Obviously, Gonzaga beat TCU, but TCU is like a middle of the pack Big Twelve school this year. Yeah. Once they get like, I mean, who they play now? Who they got? I don't even know. Um. So, give me just a moment. I can pull it up. Houston. If I can find it, maybe. They have Miami. Gonzaga or Houston? Houston has Miami in the Sweet okay. 16. I'll look up Gonzaga because I think Miami beats Houston. That's my bold prediction. You would think so? I I wouldn't be surprised at this point. Uh, I, I think Miami's guards them, are so good. With them can, struggling? Yeah. Miami's usually got really good athletes, but they struggle to shoot. That Isaiah Wong this year has taken them to a whole new level because they can really shoot the ball. Um Gonzaga's got UCLA. I think they lose to them as well. Another one. Um, so Tennessee bounced back. They beat Duke, um, 65-52. But they struggled in the first round against L.A. Lafayette. Yeah. They won by three points, which that, you know, Tennessee's again. Tennessee's another school that struggles in March. They got beat by Loyola. They got beat by someone else. Is pretty inferior. Certain teams just aren't made for March, I feel. Yeah. Um, Duke, you know, got bounced, but without Coach K, Duke's not the same. They had a decent year. They 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 got hot late, which helped their seeding. If they yep. don't win the ACC, they're probably like a six or a seven. But since they won the conference, they got a five. They got a five, which is maybe a little high. But I I just think with Coach K, obviously he's a phenomenal coach. They're a lot better of a team though. Yeah, it was his first year though, so I don't know. We'll see what kind of uh, recruits he gets. I think he's got a good class coming in. That'd be a tough spot to fill, though, to fill the shoes of yeah. someone like that. Yeah, same with Hubert Davis at North Carolina when they had to fill in for Roy Williams. Like, um, no matter what you do, you're probably not going to live up to the expectation. Or yeah. not the expectation. You're not going to live up to, you know, your predecessor. No, because these guys built that pro. Like, I mean, Roy Williams didn't. Like, that was all uh, Dean Smith. But Coach K built Duke, like, pretty much from the ground up to the program it is today. Like, he's the one guy, like, Jim Beheim at Syracuse built that program to what it is. and mm-hmm. 
Unrelated. Mike Bray at Notre Dame made that program nice. Unrelated in football, who's going to follow Nick Saban? Imagine filling those shoes. Right. Like, and <laughs> you can't. Ridiculous. Uh, World Baseball Classic News. Um, USA is on a hot streak right now. Yeah. Trey Turner, I think he had just had his third home run, I believe. Best hitter in baseball. Yeah. Uh, that grand Trey I was going crazy during that Grand Slam. Uh, there were just a few good games that the USA has beat. I was worried against Venezuela because they're a good team. But I feel like the USA has shown really shown out, and I'm excited for the finals, obviously. The Bats finally woke up, which I knew they would. Bats they finally woke up. Who did we lose to in the first round? Mexico. I thought it was Mexico. Us, yeah. But I think we beat them if we play them again. I Yeah, I, I definitely agree. Um, the, unrelated, Korea got a, the scoring record. Uh, 22 uh, runs bad then uh, mm-hmm. against China, who scored two. And the game ended early, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Uh, they have a mercy roll, I believe, at 15 runs. 15 after five, and it's 10 after seven. Yeah. But they don't have a run rule in the quarters, semis, or finals. Which makes sense. It's just pool play. It should be pool play. Yeah. There shouldn't be a mercy rule in championships. Um, early on, Puerto Rico uh, beat the Dominican Republic 5-2. A uh, game that both countries really showed out for. Yeah. Uh, they, oh my, fans go crazy over that big rivalry between the two when it comes to, you know, baseball and sports. Each wants to be the best, and they're both phenomenal. Don't get me wrong. Um, I know my roommate, uh, being Dominican and Puerto Rican, was kind of conflicted. And yeah. the rooting for Puerto Rico was excited when they won, obviously. Um, but I think, you know, good programs historically, great players come from both. So it was a good game there. Yeah, Dominican might be the most disappointing international roster ever assembled. That was a loaded lineup, and they couldn't get it done. Did they Did they lose to Venezuela um, at one point? Yeah, they didn't get out of their pool. Yeah, so. I, I don't think so. And I think Puerto Rico might have also <clears throat> lost to... Venezuela was, the... was 3-0 when the U.S. beat them. So. Yeah. Uh, I, like I said, I was worried for that game. And they, again, late they looked really good, and it's just... Um. I still, like, even if we don't leave Bard in that long, we'd probably dominate that game. But we left him in way too long. He obviously didn't have it early on. You could see he wasn't going to find it. Mm. you got to get him out of there. So, hey. thankfully, thankfully, Trey Turner's alive because if not, <laughs> we would be sitting at home. We survived, though. And that's yep. always the most important part. Um, who, who do you think is going to pitch for our final? I don't. I mean, Wayno's done, and Michaelis threw as well, and Lynn also threw. So there might be a bullpen game. They might have to start. I was thinking Kyle Freeland maybe. All right, is that a bit of a concern? Do you think? No, because I do like our bullpen. Mm-hmm. I don't love our starters other than Lance Lynn. Yeah, uh, Wayno's just getting old. Yeah. And I still like Wayno, but I think he should have hung it off with Pujols and Molina last year. Yeah. I don't know why he didn't. I don't know why he's coming back. That being said, I'm not going to complain because I love Wainwright as mm-hmm. a Cardinals fan. Um. But I feel like he's been a little disappointing uh, just because he's old, obviously. Yeah, he uh, doesn't have the velo to make up for some of his mistake pitches anymore. See, in his 30s, he lost a lot of his velocity, but he made up for that, you know, with his, his pitches, his cuts and everything. His sinker his stuff. is one of the best. Yeah, his sinker. Just his stuff was so good, but his, he just didn't have the velocity that he once had. Right. But now that he's 40, he's kind of losing that as well, and his velocity's already gone. So. Yeah. It makes it tough. Yeah. It's uh, tough to survive as a pitcher. No, not many players can actually play that late into their career. Like, pitchers play later than a lot of other positions, but, like, besides, like, Nolan Ryan, you don't have players really playing until they're 45. Right. 
Rich Hill gonna be forty three by opening day for the Pirates. Wild. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, Japan. Uh, Japan Mexico tonight gonna be a good matchup, I believe. I feel like Japan's gonna end up getting it done because I think they've been the most dominant. Uh, so far, but it'll be interesting to see though. It's kind of their first real competition yeah, this I, tournament, so I wouldn't count Mexico out because Mexico's beat good competition so yeah. far. So I think it's gonna be a good game. I have Japan in my pick, but I wouldn't be surprised either way. I'd rather play Mexico in the final. I think we could beat Mexico. Mm-hmm. I think, I think it'll be, be low scoring either way tonight because both sides have really good arms. Mm-hmm. It just Otani, he's so good. Yeah, and you know Mexico has a few. It has a few guys that are also pretty talented. If Mexico wins the tournament, I think Arozarena is the MVP of the tournament. He's been so, so good for them. They have the best uniforms by far. I do like their – I love their hats. Oh, my their God. Hats are their sweet. uniforms are sick. Their hats are awesome. Uh, Great Britain. They're Ew. Yeah. Do you see the, the pictures? Uh, the letter was falling off. off. Yeah. yeah they look like they bought those jerseys at, like – Walmart. I, I think I wore those uh, in in Little League, Southport <laughs> Americans. Yeah, it's pretty much on. Actually, I think I'd rather have a Southport America jersey to a to a Great Britain jersey. Yeah, hear me out. Those were disgusting. I They're don't know what they're terrible. They were but Me- Mexico, they had the like the vibrant blue and everything going on with it, and well, they had a few, but I just it it looks so clean and the hat goes so well with it. Yeah, I like I like <clears> the USA's though. The catcher gear is sick. I I like yes. catch for most teams. The catcher gear has gone pretty hard. So I really like Salvi's too. Mm-hmm. Salvi's was sweet. No, um, catchers always have the best like um, best uniforms per uh, per se. I know mm-hmm. they. I know Yachty always wore like the red Jordan uniforms yeah, for he had catching. The gold plated. Uh, when he used to wear the Rawlings gear before Jordan, I think that was his best gear. I think his gear was always clean though. Yeah. Um, he actually did pretty well. I think as a manager though. Yeah. Um, for his first time ever going in and filling a, like a managerial role, they had a good tournament. Like, Yachty's a smart guy. I I think he's gonna end up getting into coaching anyway, and probably in the majors at some point. Um, not necessarily head coaching, but I feel like with his knowledge, especially ca- as a catcher, catchers know yeah, everything. I mean, the team will probably take a shot on him as a catching coach, right? Yeah, he's one of the best defensive catchers of our generation. Well, catchers are the smartest players out there for the most part. I mean, they're the ones that memorize everything, go out there, you know. Yeah, they know tough. what to call. That's tough. I mean, they call most of the pitches anyway. I mean, the pitcher can nod the way, but they catchers know their stuff. They watch the tape. Yeah, I don't think anyone's shaking Yachty either. No, so. Yachty's a smart guy. Yeah. Um, I hope he comes back for the Cardinals and does something in that regard. If he doesn't coach, he'll be part of an organization. He just loves yeah. the game too much. I think. That's how a lot of them are, especially like um, the Dominican and Puerto Rican countries, things of that nature. They always they just love the game, and that's what it comes down to. And a lot of these players take this. I I don't know if you saw the interview, but say um oh I forgot who it was, but was saying that there were a few of them saying that they'd rather win uh, the World Baseball Classic and represent their country than a World Series. I this is going to be an unpopular opinion for me. It low key means like a little bit more. It the, means more than the World Series, kind of. You know what I mean. See, like, I personally, if I had a chance to play like for the U.S. national team or like a major league team, and I can only pick one, like U.S. national team would be so sick. Uh, I will say, I don't think compared to a lot of these countries, I don't think the USA is as diehard as some of these other ones. Because right. we're the USA, a lot of these sports we're kind of expected to be good. There's this standard put on our back, like you're supposed to do that. That's why. Uh, which Olympics was it? Was it 2004? 
we were really disappointing. In basketball? Yeah. Yeah, we got bronze. Yeah, we got bronze, and they were furious. A lot of countries, you know, these smaller countries would be thrilled to get a bronze medal for their country in, in basketball, but, like, we're expected to do so much in these sports that I feel like our country is just kind of like, yeah, if we don't win, it's a letdown. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's – I honestly agree, though, especially if you're a smaller country. Like, Puerto Rico and the Dominican, Cuba, countries like that, that – in other sports may not be great dominating baseball most of the time. Yeah. And for them to represent and to bring home a title and like respect to your country might mean a lot more than the World Series win. Yeah, I mean it's almost like it's pretty much the World Cup of baseball, right? Like, well, yeah. Definitely. Up the, it's like they have these qualifiers and then they have It's not as big, but yeah, it's not as big like tournament size or like following wise, but If the US I think it can be the way it's being marketed right now. I think it's continuing to grow. They've sold out all of the uh, non-pool play games. When was the inaugural one? Um, like it hasn't been around for that long. There's only been like three or four tournaments, right? I think four. Um, looking it up. Maybe more. I know Japan's won two, right? Two thousand six. Two thousand six. So not incredibly. Like it was founded in our lifetime. Right. World Cup's been around <laughs> forever. Time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I'm glad it brings a lot to baseball, not even just majors, just baseball as a whole and gets people interested. And that's yeah. something that's really needed for the sport to be revitalized. I think baseball is a growing game uh, globally, too. Especially, it kind of lost its touch with the younger generation in the U.S. I think it's starting to come back. I think, yeah, it's certain parts definitely come back, especially like outside of the U.S. It's growing exponentially. Mm-hmm. Um, especially in the... Um, European countries. Cause European? It, it was not, it was, there's not much interest. In European countries, and they, a lot of the Asian countries are really, like, right. um, yeah. really stepped it up baseball-wise. Mm-hmm. I mean, Korea's always fun to watch. Japan's always fun to watch. Taiwan was pretty good. Taiwan was year. pretty good, too. What they, um, China, they didn't do great. I like their yeah. uniform. China didn't do great, but China, even, they have talent still. Everyone has talent. Yeah. And that, I don't know, it's They're a lot of fun to say. Yeah. And I think it'll only get better. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw, oh, I think a Japan pitcher hit someone with a pitch. Okay, and uh, he br- gave him like a two bags of candy. Yeah, you see that? Mm-hmm. That was cool. <laughs> yeah, that was cool. Uh, just respect and everything. Oh my god, it, I could never. Get, that has to be one of the worst feelings in the world. Getting hit. Yeah, it's not fun. I'm saying by a pitcher that's throwing a hundred. Yeah, yeah. I mean it. Hurt. I, I've been Getting hit, hit before. Eighty hurts a lot. Yeah, I've been hit before. Seventy-five, eighty, seven. Maybe not eighty, but you know it still hurts a lot. But you're getting hit by a hundred. That's a whole different beast. Yeah. Um, that and getting hit by a puck would hurt a lot. <laughs> you have Tage Thompson wind up and yeah. nailing at you. I was just talking about this with our batting practice coach the other day. I was saying how those guys have to be wired different to get. To go out and willingly block shots as a defenseman. I think goalie is, like, the hardest position in sports. Yeah. And catcher, too. I feel like, no amount of padding, you're catching, you're catching that ball all game. Coming in at 90, 100 and miles per hour. And cutting and you're, sinking and rising. It's, Even if you know it's going to cut, to catch that at, at the speed that they're throwing it. And, you know, some of these players have the best breaking balls of the world. To be able to catch that's not easy. No. So, a lot of respect to catchers and goalies. Um, do you have anything else for the World Baseball Classic? Um, Going to be a good final. U.S. back in it, second straight finals appearance. Yeah. I'm Looking forward to it. I'm definitely excited for it. And Trey Turner, 
Coach. We trust, yeah. Uh, a lot of free agency in the NFL. Yep, I got the list here of all the signings, so I'm ready. You want to talk about your Steelers first? I thought we had a really, really good free agency. I'm not going to lie. I'm very excited for the upcoming season. The big one, Patrick Peterson Pat P, came in. Two-year deal. I believe it was a two-year deal, right? Yes. Um, um, it's, yeah, two years. Is it uh, 19 mil? 14? Two years, 14. 14 mil, yeah. 5.8 guaranteed. That's not even that bad. He's older, but he's still very, very talented. He yeah, a, I believe the number seven ranked corner on PFF.com from mm-hmm. the previous season. No, five, I, career high five picks last season. He, which is crazy. In his prime, was, he was such a stud. Even now, he's still a really good player. He works hard and he knows his stuff. It, yeah, what's exciting about he's a football him, he's, guy? He's very intelligent. Like he, yeah. the way he speaks, you feel you feel like you're in good hands with him out there. Like. He, uh, he was talking to his press conference the other day. He was saying how when he was with the Cardinals in his all-pro years, he said he had like 20-something career picks playing strictly man coverage. Like they were limiting him. Mm-hmm. And he got to Minnesota, and he was allowed to play other coverages, and he's, uh, he felt he was way more effective, and he doesn't have to run with the receivers as much, which yeah, is well, exciting. That's the point of zone, yeah. yeah. It's, especially he is older. He's lost a little bit of speed, but players that last are the players that are intelligent and that know the game. Yeah, and he hasn't suffered a major injury his entire career. No. Knock on wood. But Knock on wood. Uh, do you think he's going to return any kicks for you guys? I don't know. I don't know if he's fast enough to do it anymore, and I don't know if I want him to do it anymore. I, I wouldn't want we him. We do not need him going down. In his prime, though, returning kicks, he was phenomenal. He was really good, yeah. But uh, maybe I, I could see him take back water two this year, mm-hmm. but I don't think he's going to do a lot that-wise, but Corner-wise, that's a huge, huge signing, yeah. Yeah, I do, I do think we're going to draft one in the first or second round, too. You think you're all – okay. I would really love if Devon Witherspoon fell to us at 17, but I don't think he's going to. No, probably Kids not. Illinois. But it, you could always trade up. Could trade up. Just the last time we traded up, we traded up for Devin Bush. Mm-hmm. So I don't like that. He's a free agent still, isn't he? He signed with the Seahawks. Really? I did not see that. Yeah, very um, glad he's out of there. You got <laughs> – uh, who else? Cole Holcomb. Yeah, Cole very good Holcomb. signing for three the years. Three years, eighteen mil. Eighteen mil. Four point nine guaranteed, though. That's not even. That's no. not a lot. No. no. I mean, our GM Omar Khan, first year, first off season, he has got all my trust right now. Holcomb's a productive player. You know, really good at tackling, tackling machine. Which, yeah. How many tackling linebackers have we had since Ryan Shazier? Uh, not one. If you count T.J. Watt as a linebacker, no, he's not a linebacker. He's oh, a edge rusher. He, he plays right he, outside. He's listed as a linebacker, <laughs> middle linebacker, off-ball linebacker. How's that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he he plays D-line most of the time. Holcomb wore the green dot last year for Washington. He was their captain on defense. Um, we need a guy that can just strictly tackle. I don't care how bad he covers because we supposedly had coverage linebackers last year that didn't cover either. So as long as we got a run-stuffing linebacker, I'm good with that. So yeah, that's been a problem. Um, with a lot of teams is that they want these flashy players that are could you know pick off the quarterback a lot and do that or pick off the quarterback a lot or you know rush a uh, linebacker but a lot of times if you just have a great tackling machine for example Bobby Wagner right he could play coverage he could do other things but he led the league in tackles almost every year and just I to think have he was he was near the top again last year yeah past his prime to have a player that could just He's not going to let you score. He's going to tackle you. Even if you get five, six yards, he's going to stop you, you know? Mm-hmm. And just have a player to rely on is great. And I think Holcomb was a great signing for that reason. Mm-hmm. So, um, Very excited about the signing that happened late, I believe, Saturday night. They signed guard Isaac Samalo from the Eagles. Mm-hmm. He was like 
So they got him three years, 24 mil. He was like one of the top free agents available, like period. Yeah. And he lasted that long. I was so surprised. And seeing that notification, I was very excited about that because I think we're getting back to original Steeler football. We're going to be able to smash mouth right down there. See, the Eagles were bragging that they kept their D-line or whatever, which good for, good on them. They lost a lot. Yeah, I mean, C.J. Gardner-Johnson just that was signed this morning, right? For like 8 mil or something of that yeah. nature. The Good pickup by the Lions, by the mm-hmm. way. Great pickup by the Lions. Um, we were saying after the Super Bowl that they should they need to keep C.J. Gardner-Johnson. Yeah, I would almost one. rather have him than Slay because Slay's starting. He's aging. Down, yeah, he's over 30 now. Which I like Slay, don't get me wrong. He's still a great corner. But he's getting older, and I feel like Gardner Johnson was kind of like you should pick him up. They end up often keep players such as like Fletcher Cox, who's who's old, ancient right now, really old. Yeah, not that effective. They lost Javon Hargrave yep. to the Bears, or not the Bears? Where'd he go? Uh, Javon Hargrave. I know he left San Francisco, which that D line is going to be nasty. San Francisco, four years, eighty-four million with the Niners. They've got a lot of pickups. Um, talk about my Bills. Uh, they didn't make a lot of moves, but they made a really good move in keeping Jordan Poyer. Uh, that is definitely essential for them. Uh, I didn't think he was going to stay. No one thought he was going to stay. I think that shows me what they were trying to do right now. I think they're trying to win a Super Bowl as soon as possible because he is obviously older. He took, But he didn't take that much money. It's What ended up happening is I think teams won them. I think he wanted too much probably. Um, yeah. Teams, you know, he's a great player. Uh, Jordan Poyer, even last year, had a good season. Not a great season compared to the previous year, but still a pretty good season considering what the Bills were working with with the secondary. He only signed for, like, two years, 12 mil or something of that nature. Yeah. Uh, that's not too bad, honestly. No. Um, and bit- I think it's a good move for his career, too, because he was, like, before he got to Buffalo, he was okay. Hmm. He gets to Buffalo, he's all pro. Why would you, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, you know? Like, don't. Uh, a big one that people aren't talking about, Matt Milano, another <laughs> two-year extension, signed him through 2026. Mm-hmm. Matt Milano has been one of the best linebackers in the league, steakly, I feel. Hot take. He's arguably their best player on defense. I think he is their I best think he is defense. their best player. Uh, Matt Milano is very underrated. I feel like he could, you know, uh, go on to have a great season, maybe at All-Pro soon. He was All-Pro last year. I know he was All-Pro. I'm saying, like, first-team All-Pro next year. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like he's just he's a tackle machine. But he can also cover, <laughs> and he just – did you know he's top five all-time for Bills tackle for loss? Yeah, he's... He's top three, actually, I believe. Wow. He's number two. He is top ten in most... Is Bruce first? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Bruce is almost first in every defensive stat for us. Okay. But he's top five in like all of our linebacker categories and most of our tackling categories, too. Um, and he's still very young. And his ability to read the ball was one of the best in the league. Or just break down a play. Yeah, he's like the prototypical off-ball linebacker. Mm-hmm. Him and Fred Warner. He doesn't get faked often. No, he knows where the he knows where the play is going almost every time, and he's so physical too. Yeah, he might be the. I mean, he's one of the most physical linebackers ever watched. Yeah, with I mean, Va- obviously other guys have been more physical, but I haven't watched See, the play. See, keeping Poyer brings something back because Trey's having this whole offseason. He played last year. He's going to come back. You know, I feel like Trey's going to be better. We have Hyde back. We mm-hmm. have Poyer back. Um, um which Elon's got a season under his belt, so he actually. He should have been seeing the field more because he played well yeah. when he was out there. He actually made some pretty good reads. He had a few picks. Um, I like Elam, actually. Yeah. I mean, we develop well, but Greg Rousseau and Von Miller are going to be back together, right. and them together, are they're great. You think they trade Oliver for a pick? I think he's gone. I think we'll probably trade him near the deadline. 
He wants a lot of money. He's actually asking for some of the top money. And I think he's played well, but I don't think he's a top money getter right and, now. Like At that position, that's not what the Bills need to be throwing money at right now. No, because D-line, you have to pay a lot of money, too. Yeah, and they and, already have two good edge guys. So. Unless you, I feel like it's more essential to keep be able to sign someone like Russo later than sign at Oliver now. Yeah, and they're going to have the – did they already pay Dawkins? Uh, Dawkins, I believe, is paid. He has an extension. I'll check his contract right now. Um, I had questioning move by um, the Bills, though. Deontay Hardy. Yeah, two years. I was actually about to mention that. I don't love that. I, I don't know why. 13.5 mil. Uh, is he strictly the returner? Like He's young. I mean, he had, he's been suspended and he was hurt. Uh, he, but I don't know if he's worth that money, you know. I could be wrong. I mean, I it trust. It's a backloaded deal too, though, so he might get cut after a year or two mm-hmm. just to save him some money. Um, I don't. I'm not terribly upset about it though because I trust Bean, and Bean has been one to find some hidden gems, you know, throughout the time. Like when Hyde and Poyer came in, I had no idea who they were. Well, I knew Hyde. Yeah. I didn't know Poyer too well, but coming in, I remember when he first came in with those signings. I was like, who are they? Um. And he really changed their careers a lot. And he had a few players come in that obviously performed better with us. Um, Jordan Phillips was a journeyman for a while. Cole we got Beasley. him. Cole Beasley definitely approved under him. Um, Lorenzo Alexander. Yeah. Was, he was a, a pro bowler with Buffalo. Pro bowler with Buffalo before that. He was a special teamer slash journeyman. Yeah. Had like seven teams under his belt. Mm-hmm. Uh, didn't get significant playing time other than special teams. Right. And he made Pro Bowl. Pro Bowl MVP his, the year he made. Six, right? Yeah, which it doesn't really mean much because people walk, yeah. but it's still. So, but it feels like a lot for a player that's not proven. Yeah. Um, I'm going to name off some of the big deals that happen. I want you to tell me if you think it's a good deal or a bad deal for the team's sake, not the player's sake, because obviously they're all good deals for the player's sake. Derek Carr to the Saints. One minute. Uh, Deion Dawkins is signed until 2025. Okay, so they don't have to worry about he's that. He's making about... Uh, well, actually, they are going to have to worry about that. So He's making just over $10 million a year. Yeah, they're going to have to pay him after that, which is coming up. He deserves the money. Deion Dawkins has been or good for us. why I wouldn't bring Oliver back. Okay. Uh, Derek Carr to the Saints, four years, 150 mil, 37.5 AAV, and $100 million guaranteed. Too much money. Yeah, I feel like the Saints. What they need to do is they need to target maybe a quarterback in the draft or get someone younger to start their team because they're not going to contend anytime soon. When's the last time they drafted a quarterback? <sighs> they haven't in a long time. Ian Book. <laughs> yeah, I think is that their last one? Probably. I mean, like legitimately, like a guy that they're going to start though. I don't remember. One. I can't remember one. Yeah, they don't draft. <sighs> I don't know. And I think it's, like, dumb to get a guy like Carr. If you draft a rookie right now, you have a really, really good a number one who was a rookie last year. You could build the uh, offense around. 100 million guarantees, too. That means they can't get rid of him soon. No. He's kind of just stuck there. I like Carr. Don't get me wrong, but Carr's not going to win you anything. No. He's like a Kirk Cousins. Yeah. Yeah, he's... A little worse than Kirk Cousins. I'd, I'd say he's worse than Kirk. Kirk had a good season. Yeah, but, like, neither of those guys are going to win you a Super Bowl, right? No. Definitely not. I mean, he had Devontae Adams last year, and they got worse. Yeah, and they had the leading rusher in the NFL. And uh, Max Crosby had a phenomenal season. And they have Darren Waller. And they have... Well, they had. Renfro. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I just don't love the deal. 
No, I think he's past. The, he's over the hill. Okay, he I had have, some good years. Um, I have a few. Uh, Ramsey for a third round pick. And Hunter Long. And Hunter. No disrespect. Yeah, and Hunter <laughs> Long. Uh, yeah, I think. I think it's good for both sides because I think the Rams are obviously trying to rebuild now. They're trying to get rid of Stafford. I, I uh, Donald's going to retire. Do you think they could have gotten a better deal though? I think they wanted to get the cap hit off the books. That's what they wanted to do. They wanted to shed as much salary as possible. Because Hunter Long's on a rookie deal, yeah. and they get a pick out of it. Well, so. He's the future now. Hunter Long? Hunter Long. Yeah. He's <laughs> the guy that was traded for Jalen Ramsey. <laughs> but, yeah, the Rams' future, not very bright. I mean, they're going to try to blow that up. But the only problem with that is they don't have any picks. So. Yeah. But they do get rid of the salary of Ramsey. They knew that going into all the deals they made, though. They won their Super Bowl. They got their Super Bowl. Good yep. for them. Yeah. They're going to suck for a while. They got what they wanted, though. I think any franchise would probably trade that off besides, like, New England, Pittsburgh, Green Bay. Cowboys. Eh, Cowboys even now yeah. the Cowboys. Yeah. The Niners, maybe. I mean, it's been a while for them, too. It's A lot of times teams don't make it back to a second Super Bowl. Take one is fine. Right. They, I'd I like Buffalo McVay. would do that. They'd sell their soul for a Super Bowl. Yeah. We could suck for 40 years. We got that Super Bowl, though. So. Yeah. But, okay. Any more deals? Um, I wanted to talk about Jesse Bates to the Falcons. Four years, 64 mil. 16 mil a year, 36 guaranteed. Safeties don't often get paid a lot of money. Right. Um, Good for him for getting the bag. You can't blame him. They're, he's not going to contend anymore. But he just set up his family for generations. He so did. I think bad deal for the Falcons, though. Yeah. Cause because, not because of the player they're getting, because they don't really need to pay a safety that much money when there's so many more needs. He's he's still pretty young. 26. At, yeah. For, that's Just turned 26 this month, actually. Okay, so yeah, still pretty young. Um, I don't think 26 is particularly old. He has experience now. One of the best safeties in the league. I just feel like with all with all they need, maybe it's a good step if they build around it correctly. Um, I just don't think they have the quarterback to be throwing out the money on stars like this. Yeah, that's just not the piece that you should be going for, in my opinion. Like, out of all the pieces you can get, it's when you have a few players, but you can't build around the safety. No. Even the generational guys. the 2008 Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah. But even generational guys, you still have to have other talent. A safety's yes. not going to win you a Super Bowl right, or make the Steelers playoffs. had Harrison and some good corners and a good linebacker. So, so what are they going to do now? People play the Falcons, they throw away from Jesse Bates, and they still win by 30. I do think <laughs> if they put Bates on one side of the field and Terrell on the other, that would be nice. Mm-hmm. But I don't love their offense at all. Like I think their defense is good enough to make a playoff run with a team, but their offense is kind of booty. Yeah, they are. They don't. I mean, who's their tight end right now? I don't. Oh, it's Pitts. Right? Yeah, it's Pitts. But they don't use him. They don't use him well. Ritter, I don't think is any good. I think he's trash. Sorry. Um, who's their running back? Cordero Patterson. Mm. Not like an elite running back. Drake no, London, Drake London had a pretty mid rookie year for the first receiver off the board. I think the best receiver off the well, there a few good receivers. Obviously, Wilson. Uh, I think Wilson's probably the best. Probably yeah. the best. But Alave with a good quarterback would also be pretty solid, I think. Yeah. Alave had a good season. He did. Um, deal for you. How do you feel about Juju signing for three years, twenty five and a half mil with the Pats? Bargain. Bargain. I think I mean he's not the guy he once was, but he is so reliable on third downs and he's like a he's almost a safety blanket for a lot of teams. Mm-hmm. He was a safety blanket for 
not for Mahomes last year, obviously, because he has Kelsey, but... Yeah, that's his safety blanket. That's... Yeah, but he could be a safety blanket. Like, he's almost built like a tight end nowadays. Like He's he is bigger now. Runner. I have noticed that. He's more physical. He's huge, right? And he still runs a good route. He's not as fast as he once was, mm. but that's not a lot of money. What is that, eight a year? Eight yeah, like eight some of the year. They probably won't end up breaking down to that because they always front load it, back load it, that yeah. stuff. But Pretty good deal for them, though, because they, yeah. uh, they lose Jacoby Myers. They get Juju. I think Juju's a little better. See, they, they've struggled really in recent years to put good receivers around anyone, even yeah. Brady. Even Brady. Like, Edelman wasn't ultra-talented. He just Early on, they, Wes down. Welker, Randy Moss, phenomenal, okay? And they had Gronk for a while, too. And Gronk so. for a while out of the draft. Uh, but other than those, like, Edelman was good, but he was good in the playoffs. Did you know he never had a 1,000-yard season? We you probably know he, said that before on this He show, never made a Pro Bowl. No. Which is wild if you think. But he won a Super Bowl MVP, didn't he? I believe so, yeah. yeah. Uh, deservingly so. He showed up in the playoffs. You don't see a playoff receiver normally, but... Uh, no, but he was. Yeah. Weird career. Uh, I have two for you right here. The Jets got... Lazard for four years, $44 million. And That's 11 a year, right? 22 yeah. is guaranteed. I see that now. Yeah, and Quincy Williams for three-year, $18 million. Hear me out here. Quincy Williams, $6 million a year. Bargain. Oh, my God, yeah. Quint- I think that was a great deal. I think Lazard maybe a little overpaid, but still. The, I mean, to bring in Aaron Rodgers. We're getting probably. Aaron Rodgers, really. So. I'm scared a little. Yeah. I think, I think we'll, that's going to be a team to be, like, they might win that division. I think we'll split our win. I think we'll split this year with them. I don't see Rodgers winning in Buffalo, no. But no. In New York, maybe. Last year, though, he didn't look as good, though. He, I, don't, I hated his receiving core, though. It was awful. Yeah. And he didn't really get along with LaFleur. Nope. Um, and he didn't really want to be there. <laughs> that's also a big part of it. He didn't care as much. Yeah. I uh, think he'll be rejuvenated. I think he'll at least... I don't know this. You think Love's going to step up? I don't know. Because he hasn't really had many opportunities, so I, I don't know. My opinion? With no receivers? No. No. But if they get him something, like even Rodgers, they didn't get him anything. They never drafted him a skill position player in the first round. No, you can't win a horse race with donkeys. I mean, what are you supposed <laughs> to do out there? Yeah. It's. <laughs> but Quinn and, or, uh, not Quinn and Quinn and's the better brother. That being said, the Williams brothers are both great, and that'll make Quinn and want to stay around anyway to have yeah. his brother there. Right. Quincy's a great player though. Yeah, he is. They're a good one-two punch together. They have obviously great chemistry growing up together. And That's gonna be a great. T- I'm serious. The Jets were good last year without a quarterback. Now they're even in the AFC East, the Jets are fun to root for. Yeah. Because they've been bad for so long. They've been That's where I'm at like... with the Lions. I think the Lions are a lot of fun. Also, um, speaking of the Lions, uh, Jamal Williams signed a three-year deal with uh, the Saints, right? I think so, yeah. Three years with the Saints. Bargain for them, I feel. They didn't pay him a lot. Touchdown leader last year, right? Yeah, touchdown leader. He's a lot of fun. He got in there. He was like, I'm excited. You know, it's going to be fun. He's a ball of energy for any team. You see, the Lions didn't offer him anything, really. No. Which, I don't get that. Because he's not that incredibly old. He's a lot of fun to be around. That's a lot to the locker room. And he was the touchdown leader. Yeah, I don't know if they want to open up more carries for Swift or what. I don't think Swift was... I still, he wasn't great, right? He's been disappointing in, in his yeah. career. Because when he was drafted, he was supposed to be phenomenal. And he mm-hmm. came in, and he's kind of been mid. Um, yeah. Um, I got one here. Orlando Brown to the Bengals. Four years, 64 mil. I've, 16 a year. I like it. Uh-huh. I mean, they needed. To, uh-huh. Who they, they who they get last year? Lyle Collins. I think so. Um, he was kind of trash. He was kind of trash, but I feel like Orlando Brown's more like 
more of a guarantee, I feel, than Leo yeah, Collins at this a point. Proven guy. Yeah, I feel like I, it's a good deal. I did see they got um, oh, who did they get? Uh, former Buffalo Bill. The Bengals got him on the offensive line. Okay, I'll go back to that. Anyway, Orla- no, 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 no. Orlando Brown, um, obviously a pretty good player. Um, I feel like him, he's just going to add a lot more to the team. He's and, only 26. Yeah, protection for Co- – or for um, that's what I was thinking of. Joe, but protection for Joe Burrow. They got Cody Ford. I saw Bengals fans were excited that they got – Cody Ford. Cody Ford. And, was, and all the comments were like, is he good? I think he's good, right? And all, every Bills fan was in there like, no. No, he's not. No, people were like, they're getting protection for Joe Burrow. That's kind of opening more hole for <laughs> defenders. Yeah. <laughs> they are trying, though. They are trying, and that's Finally. good. Finally. Because it took them long enough. I mean, they have the best receiving core in the NFL. They, yes. I think they only have about one more year of those three being together, though. So they better enjoy it this year. Jamar's gonna get paid big. Yeah. So is Burrow. He hasn't got a contract yet either. Burrow said um, that he'll, he'll to stay successful. He'll take a smaller contract. Right. I think he actually will too, because he's a pretty humble dude. I like him. Yeah. He probably makes so much in endorsement money anyway. Mm-hmm. You know. Ooh, Broncos. They got Ben Powers, four years, fifty-two millions, and Mike McGlinchey, five years, eighty-seven and a half mil. Love it. Two really good linemen that uh, are still kind of young, right? Mm-hmm. Ben Powers is definitely Powers young. is twenty-six, McGlinchey's twenty-eight. Yeah, so. see, and all they're doing is they're adding protection. I mean, they still have to go kind of all in, but to do that in free agency to get their pickups is definitely really smart because they they lost. do have a pick now, right? They got Miami's pick, or so who'd they get? Didn't they? Tr- I thought they traded it away for. Uh, well, they got that, and then they traded it for Payton, didn't they? So I don't think they have a pick. But they built just two great offensive linemen, so good for them. Um, I'm looking it up right now. Yeah, you're right. They don't have a pick till 67, which is the third round. Wild. Um, see, I thought they traded. The, yeah, because they got that first pick because they traded away. Um, who'd they trade away? Chubb. Right. To the Dolphins, yep, who's kind of been mid. The Dolphins gave up too much for that just I with agree. the first. Yeah, he wasn't very good. And um, he's been injured a lot, too. So so what they did is they traded him for Sean Payton, is how it worked out. and <laughs> cause they, mm, I don't like that. What? I don't like trading picks for a coach. That's what they did, though. I know. And Don't like it. I don't know. I mean, it's weird. But I feel like it's not terrible. I got um, a bargain here if you want to hear this. Yeah. James Bradbury back to Philly, three years, 38 mil, 12.6 a year. Yeah, pretty good deal. They actually aren't even paying Slay that much with his deal. No, he restructured. Mm-hmm. No, he re- re-signed two more years, I yeah. believe. Um, yeah, good deal. Bargain, they're trying to keep the secondary together. Without Gardner Johnson, it's going to hurt them. But at least they have a lot of the core still there. They have the there. two best corners, yeah. Yeah, they're just trying to run it back. I don't. They lost quite a bit, so I don't know if they can run it back. But I think Jalen's... So young, but that a lot of that team is so old is the problem. Yeah, their line's gonna fall apart mm. eventually. Not this year, but Lane Johnson's gonna retire. Kelsey's got one year left. He said. Mm-hmm. So, um, kind of a bargain in my opinion. Uh, the Chargers got Eric Kendricks for two years, thirteen mil. Uh, he's older, but Eric Kendricks still is still a good player. Still a tackle machine too. Two years, thirteen mil. Yeah, that's a bargain. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Six and a half a year. That's yeah, for a really good linebacker. Still. Yeah. That's really the main move that the Chargers made. Which uh, is good. They needed a little bit of defensive help. Yes. The Cowboys, uh, they traded a fifth-round pick for uh, Gilmore to get him from the Colts. Late pick. It's Why not? Yeah. I mean, even if he sucks, if, if he's washed up, 
fifth round pick. For the chance that he can be great, he's Gilmore. Be, he's better yeah. than the fifth round pick's going to be. Yeah, definitely agree. Uh, for the Colts, they are kind of in Reset. self-destruct, yeah. yeah. They're hoping a quarterback falls to them. <laughs> what pick do they have, you know? Uh, it's not great. I, it's it's all right. I think it's top ten, but it's not like top five. They are at four. They are. It is top five. Yeah. I was. Oh, what? How many wins did they have? Four, five. I'm not sure. I was way off on that. My bad. I thought they were lower too, but they got four. Um, oh wait, yeah, because people were th- saying they were going to trade up, but because yeah, the Chicago jumped uh, the Texans. Panthers get one. I think they're going to take a quarterback. Texans are going to take a quarterback. Ooh. And then the Cardinals will probably take a defensive guy. Zeke Zeke was released uh-huh. by the Cowboys, and they re-signed Van Der Esch. Um, Two good moves. Yeah. They Van- got Van Der Esch for cheap. He's – his rookie year, He was, I thought he'd be a lot better than he is now, but he's still a good player. It's because he's been banged up a lot. There were a lot of moves by two teams, though, that being the Giants and the Bears, in my opinion. The Bears still have $41 million in cap space, too. Yeah, they got uh, Deontay Foreman. One year, three mil. Bargain, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. That's not that bad. Um, they got DJ Moore. Uh, they got the number nine pick for their you know number one, obviously. Which is fine. A second rounder, a 2024 first, and a 2025 second. Yeah. That may be the best trade in Bears history. <laughs> yeah. No, that's phenomenal move What a them. job by Poles. Yeah, it's a... That's going to build them up. Picks like that are going to build their future. Panthers better take Bryce Young or Stroud or else that is a disgusting trade. Yep. Um, the Bears also got uh, Big Bob Tunyon. Uh, yeah. Solid player. Yeah, Nothing he can special, be, a, he can be a good number two tight end. A little bit of an overpay, in my opinion, on Edmonds. Four-year, $72 million, but they have the rate, the space yeah. to do that. And he's still, what, 24? Mm-hmm. So... Um, he hasn't entered his prime yet. TJ Edwards, three years, nineteen and a half I million. I like that deal a lot. I do like that deal. Um, yeah. So I feel like the Bears definitely. I think improved. They've won, in my opinion, the offseason. <laughs> Great offseason. Uh, the Giants got a lot of receivers. They extended Jones, four years, one hundred sixty million. Which they is, resigned Slayton, right? I uh, believe. Yes, yeah, Slayton, two Barkley. years, twelve mil. Uh, non-exclusive tag on Saquon. Paris Gamble got one year, four point seven million to go there. Shepard, Darren got, Waller. Yeah, Shepard got one year, one point three million, and Darren Waller for a third. W. W all around. They all they're doing. Well, they extended Jones. Maybe not a W there. It's a W, but for the price. A little price, too much. Yeah. Forty million a year is a lot for Daniel but Jones. But if they think he's their guy and Dable likes him, if Dable I trust likes Dable. him, Dable's a quarterback guy. Yeah. Um, so the, all they did was get him weapons, mm-hmm. and that's something they needed. Is their receiving room wasn't great. Their defense played great. Their receiving room was not great. It was actually really bad. I think yeah. their best receiver was Isaiah Hodgins. Yeah, and he had a good season. I will say he stepped up, but that should never be your best receiver. No. Not when even you, in college football. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Eagles, we talked about them. Um, they got, Did they get Mariota? I think uh, they got Mar- Yeah, Yeah. I think so. It doesn't do much. I mean, he's probably gonna he's not gonna pretty similar to Hurts though if he goes down so I mean he Um, could run the offense I think that was the point in case something does happen they have a player that's similar yeah not as good obviously uh Fletcher Cox one year 10 mil don't like it that's too much um Brandon Graham one year six mil I I don't mind that he's still good he's old he's just really old yeah uh I was gonna say something about the Cox deal he got more than Ogan Joby who's still in his prime with Pittsburgh he got extended for three years Ogunjobi Ooh. got like nine something, mm-hmm. and he's probably better than Cox at this point in his career. Mm-hmm. He's just 
Fletcher Cox is too old. Yeah. In his prime, beast. Uh-huh. Now, eh. Um, yeah, Kelsey's coming back for another year. Good for him. Um, another team, the Commanders didn't do much, but they did sign Payne for a four-year, $90 million or, uh, contract. Yep, that D-line went healthy is nasty. You think they trade Chase Young? No. There was rumors. I know there were rumors, but I don't think they're actually going to get rid of him. I would. Why? If I were them. He hasn't played. Um, and he's he hasn't proven he can put together a full healthy season. You can still get a lot for him right now. And if he does end up getting hurt a couple more times, his value is going to completely fall off the table, I think. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they have enough D-line to survive without him. They have been really good without him. Um, go get a lot of value for him when you still can because he is very concerning if I'm a Commanders fan. It's The thing is, we'll see how this season goes, you know? Yeah. Because this season's kind of a make or break. I don't think they're going to trade him if he plays well. Um, if he plays at all. <laughs> yeah. Because he is talented. His first, The first season he played, he was a beast. Mm-hmm. It, But I, I don't see them getting rid of him. And um, Also, unrelated to actual players Dan Snyder uh, apparently is almost out of there they Which were is pay- good yes good for them that's what they need for their yeah. organization to improve ever he needs to be gone um there was uh they were saying that uh if they finish last in the division they're cleaning house which they I think should. they're gonna finish last in the division because that division's loaded it's a stacked division right now yeah Cowboys um, are going all in the Giants are really really good and the Eagles obviously just went to the Super Bowl yep uh, the Lions paid some players. Uh, Cam t- Sutton. Cam Sutton, three years, $33 million. How's that make you feel? I'm okay with it as a Steeler fan because I think that's a little too much money for Cam Sutton. That's how I was with Edmonds. I like Edmonds, but we would never pay him that much. I wouldn't pay Cam Sutton $11 million a year. No. Because James Bradbury was less than Cam Sutton. But for that, they have the money. Yeah. I mean, he's nothing like... He's a very solid cornerback, too, mm-hmm. but they're going to pay him cornerback one kind of money. They just needed a cornerback in there was the problem. Yeah, which good for him. I really like Cam Sutton. He was a mm-hmm. great, great representative of the Steelers organization. It, yeah, it sucks for you guys that you're not going to have him. You got Pat Pete, obviously. Which but. is fine, and we're going to draft the guy. Yeah, so. it sucks not to have him, but for that money, you're never going to be able to keep him. Yeah. You weren't People were really that. upset until they saw the numbers, and then they were okay with it. Yeah, so. I was upset when Edmonds left for the Bills, and then I was like, he's making 70, $72 million. Yeah, We would never be able to match that. Nope. Um, definitely not. Okay, um... Thielen to the Panthers yesterday, right? Yes, I did see that. Uh, th- three years, actually. Yeah, which, which is surprising, because he's already in his mid-30s, I, right? Listen, people liked it. I don't like it. He's on a decline bad. Yeah. He looked... He was so good before, but he just looked terrible last year. Yeah. As someone that had him in fantasy... Yeah. Took him over Amon Rossi Brown. I wasn't going to. <laughs> I said Amonra's going to break out the whole offseason. I was like, Amonra's going to break out. And then it was the decision there, and I was like, Thielen could have a great season. <laughs> I mean, he really should have if he was – Jefferson's getting doubled all the time. That's what I'm saying. That's what I was like. He's the two. He should be able to do I Sometimes good. I almost like having twos in fantasy. Do you know what I mean? Sometimes because they're because, open more often. Mm-hmm. It's like um, when Juju and A.B. Mm-hmm. were there. Juju was always open because A.B. was getting doubled. And he still put up points. <laughs> yeah. Um – they also got the Lions, Alex Anzalone, three years, $18.75 million. Tackling machine. Yeah, not mad. Uh, David Montgomery, three years, $18 million. 
Not not terrible. I mean, I don't usually, a little bit I don't of usually an like paying running backs, but that's not too much. I money. think it's a little bit of an overpay six right. million a year, but yeah. I feel like it's still not bad. The Vikings, uh, I saw that they are probably going to get rid of Dalvin Cook. Um, Which is interesting. Yeah. I, I think guess, they were just starting to get into the window where they can start winning the North every year. But That being said, Madison, uh, they paid him two years, seven million. He's a good player, I think. Yeah. He did really good in that role. Uh, Byron Murphy for the Vikings got two years, twenty-two I like mil. That. I do, yeah, good deal for them. Keep, yeah. they want to keep winning the North, and that's how they're going to do it by having players around. Mm-hmm. So, good. Uh, the Falcons paid offensive line, other than getting Jesse Bates. Mm-hmm. Uh, McGarry got three years, thirty-four and a half mil, and Lindstrom five years, one hundred and five mil. Hmm. It's a lot. It's a lot of money. You said Atlanta did that? Yeah. A lot of money to protect whoever plays quarterback there. Yeah. <laughs> if they think it's Ritter, that's their guy, whatever. But I, I mean, if they're, if they're building line, I guess, maybe they're trying to get that all built before they get a quarterback. But I don't know. It just doesn't seem like a great move. No. I got something for you. Yes. On, I believe, is it first take that Orlowski's on or is it get up? It's get up, right? Get up. He uh he said he would love to see Odell Beckham Jr. sign with the Steelers. I mean, that's one of his destinations, though, isn't it? That yeah. he's one of his final ones, like maybe. Could you imagine that offense? No, that'd if be If you lo- want Kenny Pickett to be your guy, that's a heck of a way to get it going with three Pro Bowl caliber receivers and a great tight end and Najee Harris behind very good offensive line. No, I feel like that definitely adds to what – to give Pickett a weapon would be huge. Uh, d- just another weapon for him. Uh, Odell's a little older, though. I feel like you guys are trying to get younger. Yeah. That's why where I wouldn't like it, but I would like it in the sense that it provides a weapon for him right now mm-hmm. to get in the like to have an experienced receiver would help his growth. Right. And he could he could kind of start to lead because I don't think I mean obviously right now Deontay Johnson is the leader in that room and he is not a great leader in my opinion. I like him as a player but not yeah. as a leader. No, he, he's he's the oldest guy in the room. Which is crazy. And I, I don't think he's ready to do that yet. So It's weird to see the Steelers are one of the younger teams it feels like right now. Yeah. They're bringing in a lot of youth, which isn't bad. Um, But I feel like they've been drafting well and I feel like Steelers are definitely going to have a good future if they keep this up. I can see their vision right now. They're going back to the old Steeler way, like getting that big offensive line and starting to run the ball with their big running back. Yes, which I have been calling for for about five years now because <laughs> gets really tired watching three yard slants and two yard outs. To be fair, Ben was older. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he didn't have the arm that he once did. Nope. But I feel like Pickett pleasantly surprised me last year. I'm Sadly. very excited for his year two growth. Mm. Um. Yeah. No. Not a bad move. Or wouldn't be a bad move at all by them. Um. Bills could get Odell. They could. <laughs> They could. I don't think they no, will. I, I hope we go after Bobby Wagner. Yeah, I'm surprised he's still out there. Yeah, maybe he's talked to a lot of teams. He's weighing his options. He doesn't know yet. Uh, do you, where do you think Lamar Lamar's going to end up? Do you think he stays? I hope not. <laughs> but do you think he will with everything going on? Yeah, I don't think the Ravens will actually let him leave this year. Realistically, I mean, unless he gets a crazy offer, which he probably won't. I'm surprised a lot of these teams are immediately saying, I, I don't want Lamar. Or, you know, we're out. Like, why? It could be a smokescreen. 
That's what I was confused about too. But like sometimes teams do that just to make it seem like they're out of the race, so other teams back off. Mm-hmm. So maybe one of these teams is actually like in talks with them. That's like behind closed doors. I don't know. You would think it'd be reported if it was though. So another one. Well, where do you, uh, Zeke's another big name? DJ Chark, Dalton Schultz. Yeah, he's still out there, which is weird because he's good. Mm-hmm. Um, Frank Clark. Yep. Dalton Risner, offensive line. Uh, Ford from the from Seattle. Yep. Uh, Miko Hardman still available. Yep. Bobby Wagner, Rockyson. Yep. A solid corner. Yeah. So there's still a lot of guys still to be signed. So it's not even close to over yet. No. We'll continue uh, through the draft too. Mm-hmm. We'll we'll have to see. Oh, and uh, Rodney Rodney Hudson's available as well. I don't know. He's got to be getting old, huh? Yeah. So there's a lot of moves that these teams can make, but it, it really depends. I think it's been a fun free agency, and I already miss football. So yeah, I'm so excited for Steelers football, dude. Uh, do you have anything else? I'm good. Okay. I think that's all we have for today. Thank you guys for listening in. I hope everyone has a splendid day. Uh, and make sure to tune in next week. Peace. This is Nathan. Soup. Later.